The economy is crazy right now. All-time high inflation, bearish stock market, rising home prices and interest rates. How do you figure it all out? Make your money go further and work harder with a certified financial planner professional from Facet Wealth. Financial planning used to focus on retirement, but with Facet, a dedicated expert guides you through every financial decision. Facet advisors are certified financial planner professionals and fiduciaries. That's just a fancy way to say they have the best training, and they're legally bound to do what's in your best interest. This isn't just about investments. You get an entire team of experts within insurance, taxes, estate planning, and budgeting to make complex financial decisions easy. Facet has a simple flat fee, no hidden charges, and with nothing to sell, there are no commissions. Visit tryfacetwealth.com for two months free off your first year of financial planning. That's T-R-Y-F-A-C-E-T wealth.com. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. The Big Bark, listen up dog owners, it's for you, all you canine lovers. It's your favorite podcast, The Big Bark, with your host, Dara Burke, and canine co-hosts, Bruno and Millie. The Big Bark. Hello and a big welcome to The Big Bark, Ireland's favorite canine podcast. I'm your host, Dara Burke, and I'm joined, as always, by my canine co-hosts, Bruno and Millie. Now on today's show we're really starting to feel our summer vibes. It's May and that means summertime is well and truly on the way. We've got the shades on and we're ready with the wellies just in case. The ice cream is out and the ice crusher is ready for those summer cocktails. And summer of course means festival season as well and we're in real festival modes ourselves down here in Limerick. We had Riverfest down here last week in Limerick and of course Ed Sheeran lit up Tom Park last Friday and uh, last Thursday and Friday night too and it was just a real great festival vibe the whole week around Limerick. Now there's so much to look forward to this summer with festivals like Electric Picnic, uh, Longitude and so many more but here at the Big Back we don't really care about those. We want to know what's going on that we can bring our doggies to. And over the summer, there will be so much going on with so many doggy events lined up. And we're really looking forward to so many of those. We'll be chatting about the biggest one of the summer in just a little bit. But first off, let's tell you what's coming up this week. In a little bit, we will be looking at the weird and the wonderful news happening in the canine world. Because this episode is focused on summer, we'll be chatting a little bit about the top summer safety tips as well as telling you how you can enjoy a cocktail or two with your doggy with them being able to enjoy their very own alcohol-free cocktail. I know Millie would probably prefer if there was alcohol in it, but, um, well, we, <coughs> we won't be giving her that just yet. We'll have details of this week's competition, and, of course, we'll be chatting about our favourite dog-friendly business of the week a bit later on as well that we got to visit myself, Bruno, and Millie went to over the last week here. And to do all that, please welcome, we're doing something new today, we have a guest co-host today. And this is a guy that knows everything about doggy festivals, and who I've been told will be doing something called dock diving at Dog the Shoot, all the way from Causey Farm and County Me, Peter Smith. Peter, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Dara, for having me on the show today. I've been actually keeping up to date a lot with you guys on social media, and when we now had planned to do a dog festival I knew myself, I was like, i got to get in touch with the guys in the big park and hopefully get a chance to go on the show, and here I am. So thanks so much for having me. 
So before we dive in, Peter, just tell me uh, how much of this dock diving will you be doing at Dogtitude? Well, myself personally, Dara, I don't think I'll be trying out the dock diving, but I, I do have a little dog at home named Zoe, and I think she may give it a go now, but from reading the the messages on social media and whatnot, it seems like there is a very big interest in the dock diving at Dogitude Festival this year. Brilliant. And Peter, tell me a bit then, because I wouldn't be very familiar myself and I don't know if a lot of our listeners will be. Tell us a bit about Causey Farm. So Causey Farm is, it's, it's, I'd, I'd like to say it's a small farm, but I suppose it's around 300 to 350 acres. Wow. Located in Fort in Gurley, Fordstown, Navin, County Mead. That is the official address. Gurley, Fordstown, Navin, County Mead. So uh, the family that own the farm are the Murtha family and uh, it's a it's a family run business and I've been working with the family part time since I was about 14 and full time since I was about probably 20 years old and I'm now 24 so it's been nearly four years full time. Fantastic and what, what kind of stuff goes on there I know you mentioned to me that there'll be school tours and everything at this time of the year so what exactly do people expect when they go to Causey Farm? So currently, it's a it, it it is a working farm, and we have cows and we have sheep, but we also have lots and lots of tourists, Irish and international tourists, coming to the farm each day for different tour activities. Uh, one of our biggest tour activities that we do, mainly with international students, is the Be Irish for a Day tour. So people will come to the farm, and it's our job to turn them into Irish people for the day. So we will make brown bread with them. We will do some Irish dancing with them, usually the Siege of Ennis. We will play some of the Baron with them. We will milk the cow. We will feed the pigs. But most importantly, we will get on a tractor and trailer and we will head down to Gurley Bog. It's about 10 minutes from the farm. You have to take off your shoes and socks and you wear your oldest clothes and you go jumping in a bog. Wow, that, that sounds like the most culture experience I've ever heard of. I tried to see I tried to see Javinus once. Um now granted it was after about ten or twelve points and it didn't really work out too well. So won't won't be trying that one again. I wouldn't say so, Dara. <laughs> so okay, well look, let's dive into today's uh show anyway, and we'll be talking a bit about Dagatude a small bit later on. By the way, I love the name of that festival. Uh was never really a, a big kind of fan of longitude but like dogitude just has a much better ring to it so we'll be, trying, nice. we'll be trying a small bit about that later on there but first of all today what we're going to do is we're actually going to look at our go over to our newsroom and look at the weird and the wonderful Alright, so Peter, I don't know if you've see, if you've heard this already, but like this is a fairly new kind of topic that we've introduced on the show. And basically each week I go out looking for the most random and weirdest and some wonderful news stories as well from the canine world. So Brilliant. this week I'm gonna start off with the uh wonderful news, which is it is about a dog uh over in Ukraine who has been given a medal the dog's name is Patron, he is a Jack Russell, 
and he has been given a medal by uh, President Zelensky after finding over 200 explosives since the start of the war in Ukraine. And he was honoured there only just this weekend gone by the president as special ceremony in Kyiv. Like, the dog's name actually means ammo in Ukrainian and he sniffs out Russian mines and explosives in what the northeastern cities and he acts as a mascot as well for the country's state service, state emergency service. I think about this is this was one of the dogs that was actually left, I believe, behind as a result of the war. So it's like it's really like heartwarming. Now very dangerous for the dog obviously too, but really heartwarming to hear of something like that actually happening. Like obviously we all know how much the war has actually affected people over that side of the world and just generally affected the entire world as a whole. And it's it is just great. There's actually a video here on uh, the Guardian newspaper here that actually shows him being walked in to the presidential palace and in the presence of Justin Trudeau, who is Canada's uh, prime minister, and being honoured with an actual medal by uh, Zelensky himself. So like, that's, that's something really cool to see that like, the dog actually gets honoured like that. So yeah, that's um, it, it's an unusual one to see, but it's, it's still really cool. Now, do you want to know the weird one that's happened that yeah. I found? Tell me. Okay, so a woman. This is on the mirror from yesterday. A woman was left in hysterics after waking up to find a stranger's dog in bed with her. Uh, let's have a look at this. Uh, believing her husband accidentally left the door open, the dog is thought uh, to have snuck in for shelter after running away from home. This happened over in Tennessee in the US. And she got, the dog got loose from her parents and the woman woke up next to Nala, which looks to me something along the lines of I believe it looks like a pit bull or a staff dog. And you just have a picture of the dog waking up next to the woman. And like the woman is just like literally in hysterics. I think it was taken from a home security camera. But this dog is massive. Like, could you imagine just waking up and a complete strange dog just there next to you? It would be a little bit frightening now. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think I was like, ah, oh, look at you, cuddles. <laughs> I, I, I don't think Millie and Bruno now will be too happy about that, to be honest. No, they won't be impressed. No, <laughs> definitely not. Has anything um ever anything weird ever happened to you, like with regards to dogs, like any weird dog stories that you have? Well, funny enough, you ask. Um, recently enough, I was I was calling to a friend of a friend's house. If you know what I mean, I was collecting my sister. It was a fa- it was kind of a family friend. Look. Long story short, I knew that they had a dog and I'm a big dog person. I wouldn't be afraid of dogs, but I always knew the dog was a little bit, let's say, hesitant towards strangers. So anyway, I walked in the gate. I was very quiet, so I don't think the dog heard me. And then when I knocked on the door round the corner, he comes like, you know, like he meant to attack. But, you know, he ended up just sniffing my bottom and we were friends. <laughs> oh well, look, like he said hello. At least he said yeah. hello. So 
it was more the I think it was more I caught him by shock, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I'd like I yeah. I think myself like Bruno often does that to like just random strangers, just walks up and starts sniffing their ass like and it's like <laughs> that's not how we say hello. Humans do not say hello like this. Could you imagine how weird it would be if humans just started doing that? Yes, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure we do stranger things, but yeah, it would be weird. <laughs> it would, it would. Okay, well, that's uh, the weird and the wonderful for this week. We'll have more weird and wonderful next week. And given now how this is a summer-based episode, so I have come up with a little topic which I call Summertime Sessions. Now, this yeah. is... Refreshing desserts and mocktails, especially for your dogs. But there are variations on this that adults can actually enjoy as well. So, obviously, first of all, we know, like, with uh, the likes of a Fappuccino, uh, yes. dogs can enjoy their puppuccinos. You get them in, like, actually, a lot of coffee shops have started doing these now. Uh, I've even, our bits of the week that I'll be talking about a bit in a while, they do uh, puppuccinos too. It's just obviously no coffee, but. The ones I came across online are really interesting. Uh, it's like a, you can nearly put down to a watermelon, uh, what do you call those, daiquiris, a watermelon daiquiri. Oh yes, yes. So this, for the pop tail, what it is, is five cups of seedless watermelon, one cup of ice, and then two to three leaves of mint. You add them all to a blender and blitz, and then for the dog, you serve it into a large bowl. Now, there's also an adult variation on this that I really want to try, where you add in a, it is, let me see, one tablespoon of syrup, uh, it doesn't say what kind of syrup, but a shot of tequila, and <laughs> there is, I believe, some rum inside there as well, a generous squeeze of lime juice, and two cups of watermelon as well. So, yeah, it's... um. You add it, you add those ingredients to the leftover cocktail mix and you blitz and you garnish your human drinks with edible flowers and so on. Now, the thing about that is you could actually, because strawberries are actually good for dogs, you could actually also do a strawberry daiquiri version of it. So like, that's actually, that's another one that the dogs will enjoy. Obviously, just make sure that you don't give it to them after you've added the alcohol. Because, well, that won't be the <laughs> best idea. And let's see, what else did I come across? There was a, let's see, a frozen peanut butter banana dog treats. Now, this is something I'd love to, like all these frozen treats, I might try and actually make some of these and pop up a video, see how well or how absolutely awful they come out for me. I have a mold actually in the car that I must bring in. But yeah. <laughs> I, I, I must actually do that, like just put these up on, on like uh, Instagram, a video of me absolutely screwing this up like I, I, yeah i think that would be fun to do and okay so any like variations on that on the cocktail particularly that you could think of that would work quite well there with dogs well i know just from experience at home you know my dog sometimes i feel like it's more like a child rather than a dog and would be very much very much does enjoy a puppuccino like very much enjoys them so I'm trying to. I I'd like to try and keep down the the road of the cream and maybe something else, but try and make it a little bit healthy as well. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You, you, let's be honest, Darren. You, I could probably get a, a slice of turkey and slice up or chop it up really small and put it in. Put a bit of cream on top of it, and 
my dog wouldn't think any different of it. Where we might think, oh, you put you would not put them together. No, no. But for a dog, it would be like heaven. <laughs> it's like oh, cream. I remember there, like the last time that Bruno Millie had a Puppuccino was there, like it was, I'd say last year before the pubs properly reopened. And there was, yes. there was a pub in a town that like had this outdoor area and there were some Puppuccinos uh, as well outside. And the girl came over, like the waitress just came over. We were sitting on the steps outside because like obviously there, was, there wasn't even outdoor dining at this time. And we were sitting on the steps outside and she comes over and by God did she nearly get attacked for the two Puppuccinos. She just literally dropped them and just ran away. I was like, what are you doing serving Puppuccinos if you, if, if you can't like handle big dogs? True enough. No, and and the, the puppuccinos are gone so popular. They like, really are. And like, it I was, think it, it was started Starbucks. as an Instagram page and now it's evolved. It was Starbucks, wasn't it? It started all that, I think. They brought that to oh, Ireland. Yeah. And like, oh. I think every cafe nearly now is doing it. Oh, for sure. But anyway, let's move on to our main topic. And what I want to know all about today and what everybody wants to know about is Doggishoot. So, oh, so, okay, first of all, uh, let's get a bit of background on Doggitude. Where did the idea come from? So, Dar, uh, Cozy Farm has been running events on the, on the farm for over 25 years. We do different events. We, such as I, I explained to you that the, we do the tourism element in the summer. We run a, a screen park in October called Pharmaphobia, which normally receives a lot of visitors every October. We also do the cozy Christmas experience where families come here to see, you know, the big man in the red suit. Then recently enough, we did events for um, like a teen disco, teen festival. I shouldn't call it a disco because it was a festival. We, we do a teen festival and we love animals. We're big into dogs out here. We kind of just decided, look, will we just give it a go? and see how we get on and we recruited a couple of members to the committee that would have a great knowledge of dogs and dog festivals and going to dog events and then we kind of just put our brains together and here we are now in just over two weeks we're going to hopefully welcome a couple of thousand people to Gurley in in Causey Farm for an amazing day of dog fun and tell me this Peter like it must have been I suppose the last obviously working events especially like the last couple of years must have been so difficult for you like what what was that like during the pandemic it it was difficult no i i will i will definitely admit we because we went from the highs of 2019 probably the best year the company had ever experienced since opening to the lows of you know late 2020 or early 2020 and you know very little, very little work. We we had literally no work until the summertime when things opened up a little bit. But lucky enough that Causey Farm at the end of the day is still a farm. So there's always still work to do. You know, there's always animals to feed, animals to care for, sheds to be cleaned out. So personally, Dara, I didn't feel the effects of COVID-19 because I never stayed at home. Because I'm a farm worker, I continue to work every day through the pandemic, which... Right now, I'm so grateful for. Definitely, yeah. And, like, look, I think for anyone working on farms, like, it was great. Uh, great for the mental health as well. 
so, to be able to actually get out in the fresh air and actually do that too. Lucky enough, when the summer eventually came and outdoor events were allowed to be monitored and to happen, we did get another event going called the Ice Cream Adventure, where we welcomed Irish families to the farm just for a little day out. But, you know, we, we, we have such a big farm. Social distancing is never a problem, if you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely. All right. OK, so we've we know where it's on. And tell us as well, then, when is it on? So... Dogitude Festival is on May 29th, 2022. And at the moment, there's a the opening time, I believe. Look, there's going to be people there earlier in the morning setting up and everything. But the main event of the whole festival is probably going to kick off around 11 a.m. that morning. Okay, fantastic. And, and then probably going on until about probably, it'll be probably 5 p.m. that evening. Hopefully... There's a lot of events happening on the day of Dogitude Festival. So as well as it being a dog lover's day, there's going to be a kind of a, a competitive edge to the event, if you know what I mean. Awesome. And tell me then, okay, so what is actually happening at the festival? I saw a few things on the site there. Let me just bring up the site in front of me here. I see you have a music stage. We do the Wolfstock music stage. That is brilliant. That name is absolutely fantastic. And, okay, let's see what else we have. Okay, so there is, let's have a look at what's on there. There's a behaviour and, so you have a behaviour and a health and wellness stage and a demonstration arena. So, who have we got, uh, for example, on the health and wellness stage? Well, Dara, if I'm completely honest with you, I've made my notes now before we went on this podcast, so I did, I made sure I had everything in order. So, Speaking at the health and wellness stage, we've got Connor Brady. Okay, he's a Dr. Connor Brady, should I say? Apologies. And he's he's mainly going to be speaking about nutrition. Brilliant. Okay. We've got another lady, her name is Neve Lynch, and she's mainly going to be speaking about behavior. Excellent. There's also there's a lady called Siobhan Owens, and Siobhan Owens is going to be talking about puppies. Oh, everyone's favorite topic. That'll be very exciting. And then we've also, Dogs Trust are also going to do a big talk on the stage as well. And I know that Dogs Trust have so much to talk about. And I think people will be really, really interested in hearing Dogs Trust especially. Brilliant. Uh, We've also got Dr. Paul Kelly. And Dr. Paul Kelly, I believe, is going to be bringing a physio with him as well. And they're going to be speaking about fitness, muscles, bones, you know, all them type of things to do with your pet that slightly worry people. Awesome. And you have a lot going on there, a lot of demonstrations going on. I see, like, uh, you have canine detecting five, you have canine cross. Uh, we actually had an episode that was completely based around, is it, I can never pronounce this right, is it canine cross or canine cross? I, I don't actually know. And I'll be killed by my guests from last year who I had on for that as well. Uh, there's a husk. I look at there. There's a husky sled dog team. So you have so much actually happening there. So that's happening it too. So the health and wellness stage is going to be separate to the demonstration arena. That's okay. That's what we're trying to get an idea of how big this festival is actually going to be. That there's going to be different sections to for you know to make sure that we have enough of space for everyone because we are expecting a very big crowd on the day now. Brilliant. And okay, there's one thing that I am very interested in that like I tried to touch on the very start there uh dock diving would you tell me what about dock diving is because i've never actually heard this before so 
So, you know how humans dive into pools? Yeah. Well, we've bought a really big pool. Like, I mean a really, really big pool. And we're going to set up kind of a... It's Look, it's going to be like a, a scaffolding landing, if you know what I mean. Okay. And dogs are going to dive into the water. Of course, for health and safety, look, I know most dogs are probably better swimmers than most people. But for health and safety, you know, we will of course have a supervisor there to make sure that it runs smoothly if you know what i mean Brilliant. to make sure the animals are as safe as possible but we guarantee they will be safe and anybody i think who is going to attempt to do some dock diving you know their dog will have a good bit of experience in water that's that's fantastic and like it really is kind of like it's it's like a really new sport to ireland is it yeah well that can i be completely honest i don't think i've seen it around the country before yeah so I would like, I know, and I'd say that my dog's very small, but we've got some really like decent sized collies out here that I think would love it. Brilliant. It, it, it sounds to me like something that you would see on America's Ninja Warrior or something like that. It does, doesn't it? Any, anything, when I'm looking it up online, it's mainly American content that comes up. It, it sounds fantastic. It's something I'd love to see. And mm. okay, so you have like, you have a food village and you have a, you have a dog team retail village as well. So on the for the you know for the food village there we've got a couple of different vendors coming you know some selling pizza some selling burgers but we really made sure this year that we'd have a vegan vendor. Oh, fantastic! Okay. Yeah, we thought that was really really important, you know, to because this festival it's all about inclusion, you know, and we want yeah. we want something for everyone at this festival. That's our main goal. Brilliant. And the retail village, and how many kind of exhibitors are you expecting that? If I'm completely honest, at the moment we have over 30 exhibitors oh, wow. coming. Yes, it's a good few. And I believe because, like I was saying, we've got so much space and we're hoping to cater for a large number of people on the day, we still could be taking on a couple of more of the vendors. Brilliant. Okay, so, Peter, uh, tell us then, uh, for tickets on the day, uh, what price are tickets for people? So currently tickets are 19 euro and you can find the tickets at www.dogitude.ie or mainly you can just find us on Instagram or you can find us on Facebook at a Dogitude Festival and then if you click the link in our bio it will bring you directly to the tickets. It'll also give you all the information about the festival on our website. That's fantastic. And we, okay, I think it's about time actually we announced that we are going to have a competition ourselves uh, in conjunction with Dogatrude. Uh, the Big Bark will be giving away a set of tickets and we'll have more details on that during the week. So, Peter, thank you for uh, offering to do that so that some of our own listeners can actually go to the event. No, I'm, I'm glad to help. And look, I think your, your podcast is amazing. And look, any, everybody who listens to your podcast is like myself and yourself there are just big dog lovers and if, if if i think that it's going to give the chance to get one of them or more of them people there fire away fantastic and okay before we wrap up there for today that was really really helpful information and be sure that you check out dogatu.ie or dogatu festival on facebook and instagram but before we go i just want to let you know our business of the week is we myself and Bruno and Millie, you may have seen from our Instagram there last week. We went to this beautiful little cafe in Limerick, which is they have locations in Limerick, Kilkee and Galway and I think they could have more as well. 
But our business of the week, which is our dog friendly business of the week, is uh, Habit Coffee Retail. So, congrats, guys. We'll be dropping in with a little uh, window sticker there to you in the coming weeks just to like let you know that you're dog, favorite dog friendly business. So, hopefully, you'll put that up in the window first. And yeah, uh, I suppose that's kind of really all the time we have today. So, Peter, thank you once again for being the co host today and joining me on the show. Thanks so much for having me. And look, hopefully, I get to see some of all you guys at Dogitude Festival this year. I, I hope so. Uh, I well, it, it depends on work for me, but I'm I'm hoping to get up if I can. And if not, sure, look, we'll definitely we'll definitely uh, be shouting your name in over over the next few weeks on uh, social media. That would be amazing. And look, Dar, if you don't get up this year, there's always next year because you know exactly. it's not just an annual thing. We're hoping to continue this going forward for many years for all the dog lovers out there in Ireland. That's brilliant. And fair play, T. Peter, for all you do up there. And like, look, even if I don't go up for this, I definitely want to try out that that bit the big culture experience. <laughs> well, anytime, call up. <laughs> Peter Smith, thank you so much for joining me on the big bark. That's all the time we have today. And next week we will be kind of diving in a bit more towards we didn't cover it today, but we're diving in more towards like the tips for summer, like how to keep your dog safe, how to protect your dog from UV rays and different things to watch out for like allergies we're hoping to have one of our veterinary guests on next week for that so we'll have more details on that during the week for you listen from all of us here at the big bark have a great week and give your doggies lots of hugs for us the big bark listen up dog owners is for you all you canine lovers it's your favorite podcast the big bark with your host dara burke and canine co-hosts bruno and millie the big bark